This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Hello, you up podcast listener. It's your buddy J Train, Jared Freed. I have shows this weekend in Oklahoma City. This was a very last second booking, and I'm going to be there Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. I got five shows, so I want you to come. Assemble the group chat. If you live in the area, if you know someone in the area, let them know. Tickets can be bought at my website, jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com. Go to my website, get your tickets, assemble that group chat, and I'll see you in Oklahoma City. Hello, and welcome back to the You Up Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana. How are you? What's going on? What's the haps? I'm good. Life is good. I went to a, a wedding last weekend. It was like a real wedding. I, I saw it. it it's a... Uh, I, I know this friend of yours. Just from oh. being around the Betches universe. Well, I went to an engage. You went. To- you know the friend from the my engagement party, but the wedding okay. was Mike's cousin. But yeah, so I don't know the wedding. Went to two events. Yeah. So events are happening. This events, is all. Yeah. This is all going down. How was it? What was the? Was there any weirdness, or is that kind of just gone? Everyone's like exchanging which vaccine they got, and then we move on. It feels a little weird, like for the first like 10 minutes. And then you're kind of like, well, this feels now it's like riding a bike. Like now I remember how to do this. It's fun. Um, It's exciting. It's exciting. It's hopeful. Um, I also want to definitely exciting. Yeah, it's definitely like it's kind of like, you know, when you lose something and then you don't remember, you take it for granted. And then now it's back. And I'm kind of like now I feel even more grateful to have it. I think we should do a pandemic every 10 years. Just every 10 years, we take the <laughs> year off. We get a refresh. We come to terms with the things that are truly important. We get excited about summertime again. But I, I, what, would you, what were you about to say? You said you were you're going to talk about something? I said I wanted to talk about something I've noticed a lot on social media, which I think is great for dating. Um, mm. I've noticed a lot of women, um, influencers mostly who are sharing, but a lot of women that I've spoken to anecdotally are freezing their eggs. Egg freezing is happening. Have you seen it anywhere I, I, on social? We might be following different types of influencers if this is the case. <laughs> <laughs> My, Yours are more like butt models. Uh, yeah, well, I, I don't, you know, I, sometimes here and, here and there I dabble, but I, I haven't seen this, but this is, I think that's exciting. I've seen it, and I don't know if just anecdotally around the people that I follow, um, but I think it's great for dating because it really levels that playing field. I mean, you and I talk about this. I mean, if you can afford it, it's very expensive from what I've How heard. expensive? What is the price range of it? Because I have, I'm, I'm coming in at knowing nothing. I just know that egg freezing happens at this point. And beyond that, um, you could be keeping them in the fridge. And I'd be like, oh, good, cool. I'll put it, you know, don't get the milk on it. You know, like I would not know what to do. I think it might be like, and again, I haven't actually gotten like, a quote myself, but from what I've heard anecdotally, it's like, um, just to, to freeze them like ten, fifteen thousand dollars, and then money to store them every year. Oh, so you got to get a locker? Like you got to, yeah, you have to pay to like keep them frozen. 
so, every year. Oh, okay. It's so that's like it's like owning a storage unit in the city. Like basically, I mean, it's like a one-time larger fee to like actually sure. extract them and freeze them, and it's like a process. And then you can. And again, I'm not an expert on this, so if I have any of this information wrong, um, just let me know. So <laughs> I'm politely, sure they will <laughs> politely. Um, but from what I I've heard, it's like a high initial cost, and then it's a few thousand dollars every year to keep them stored so it is expensive obviously it's very um it's not it's like a a privileged thing that you to be able to do do it but i think if you can do it it really takes you know like we said like so much about dating is about having these different timelines and it makes men and women act differently or make different choices or maybe sure. like stay in things longer or for less time than they're they're looking to and i think it it's really not i, I can imagine it's really nice to be able to take that part out of it well, also, most importantly to the conversation to me, I mean, not to tell the women what should be most important to them, but <laughs> is um, is but normalizing the conversation of like, you know, I think I think the fear would be um, based on emails we've gotten here. I could see the email being, hey, I'm freezing my eggs. We've gotten this email. I'm freezing my eggs. Will it freak out a guy because I'm thinking about babies? Like, yeah. if I bring that up. Will a guy be like, oh, no, nah, wait, 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 like sprint away because I mentioned eggs on a, you know, and what date to bring that up? And I think when, you know, people talk about it on Instagram, that is a, you know, the, the word normalizing kind of gets thrown into these other categories of annoyance to me. But right. this is one where I'm like, yeah, that's good for people to see that this is just what people do if they can do it. Totally. It doesn't seem like an odd thing to do or a thing that's, um, you know, stigmatized, which I think I'm maybe it, there is still a little bit of, of that out there. But I like the idea of it being normalized. And I just like I think it's so amazing scientifically to be able to, like, have that option. Is it days. medically hard on the body? Like, I, I don't know. Is it as simple as like, again, I'm the idiot I think, here. Of right. course, well, I think people's <laughs> personal experiences vary based on okay. like how uncomfortable it is but i know you have to like give yourself shots okay um, so and there, it is there like is it is a discomfort banter. yeah i probably can't drink for a bit while you're you're doing it i'm sure you have to take something um and again i don't i haven't done it so i don't know the full details sure. but it is like a slightly uncomfortable process but and honestly it doesn't i think it it also doesn't work for everyone like sometimes you you can't you and don't get the eggs and it's a very expensive like that that i'm sure is a very emotional emotion i i can totally understand how that'd be emotional then you start thinking can i get pregnant down the road is this a mm. sign of things to come also yeah to go get them i would you know that payment is part of going to get them right so it's like you got to rent yeah. the boat you got to get the fishing equipment it's got to like you know dunk yeah, down and then you might you not even get crew. anything yeah and then you it's don't like, get anything yeah. on your haul and it, yeah that stinks um but i mean the option being more available is fantastic like the, right that yeah, the option being more available, the information being out there more readily, like people sharing their own personal experiences. And again, I think the added sense of like dating and how that can probably make you feel relieved to make better, smarter, more informed decisions that aren't based on like a desperation of I want to have kids and I have got a small window to like lock sure. someone down to do it. I got the eggs back home right. in my locker. So who, fuck this dude who won't make the second date. Mm -hmm. it, it, they are related whether you in I can already hear 
well, it doesn't, you know, people saying, no, it doesn't, there's no clock. And it's like, listen, they're related, whether you like it or not, uh, on a broad scale, you know, and, and we're yeah, speaking. I mean, in, biology is real. That's it's not, a part of this whole thing. It's a part of the yeah. whole, the, the, the cocktail of dating. Um, and the, you know, look at how stupid I am with the questions I'm asking. So like, I'm not that far away from the guy you're dating. So this is how far from my mind an egg freezing situation is, and I'm 36. So and if it's far away from my mind, the 27-year-old you're dating that's, you know, you've been with a year, he ain't thinking about it. You know, okay. like, how would you feel if someone you were on a date, someone told you they, they're freezing their eggs or they already froze them? Or Absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. Down. How much is the locker? I want to know if I can put some of my gym clothes in it. You know, you put, put sperm in, in there. You know, the younger, some, can you freeze younger, sperm? I think you can freeze an embryo. I know you can. You could probably. For, I, I'm sure you can freeze sperm because people donate sperm, and I assume that's where the, how they store it or something like that. Well, but let me tell you, that extraction process is easy, and I am good at it. <laughs> <laughs> and and that'll be how your date will know that yeah. if you're ready to, you know, use those eggs. Fantastic um, masturbator. That's what I want on my headstone. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jordana, to get a little more personal, I hope you don't yeah. mind. Has this crossed your mind? Um, I think it would have crossed my mind if I were not getting married. And, you know, like, I feel like I, you know what I mean? If I were in a place where I wasn't sure when I was going to meet someone, I think I would definitely look, be looking into it. Just because, like, I'm getting married and I have a sense for when I would like to have children, like, it doesn't. I I think I'd be okay without it, but sure. I can understand how people, you know, I know other people who feel like it's a good insurance policy. They're married and they do it because they want to not be rushed doing that either. So I can understand that too. But I've I've thought about it, and I I don't know if it's I don't think it's the right option for me, but I think it's amazing. Yeah, I I, w I was thinking about this as we're talking about it. Like, it, it's kind of a weird red flag deal breaker. You could reverse it for the anxiety. So, like, it, it, I could imagine a married couple being like, hey, we want to spend these first couple years being married and in love and vacationing. I have good friends who don't plan on having kids, and they're like, this is the life for us, and that's good for them too. Yeah. Um, but the, the idea that they're like, we're going to freeze them now so that we're ready in the future – Totally understand that. What if Mike looked at you and was like, hey, um, let's freeze the eggs just to make sure because I don't know about kids. Like, that could happen know later in the process. Yeah, yet. that could happen. Yeah, I, I, we're married yeah. and the marriage was great. And I just want to see how this goes now. Like, th that's a yeah, hypothetical. I think if, that, if he felt strongly about that um, and was down again for the expense of you know, share, like we were, we were down for the expense of that and taking yeah. that into consideration. Um, I would definitely like consider if he, if he had, had said he felt strongly about doing that, I think I would think about it like everything okay. else in a relationship, you know, you're compromising on like, if I want kids tomorrow and he wants them in five years, like we've got to figure out somewhere in the middle. For sure. I, yeah, I would imagine that could like heighten, you know, I, I was just imagine like mm -hmm. that feedback would be like, Hey, we just got married, like kids time. And then he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I got a fridge over here we can throw some eggs into first. You know, like that, I would imagine that's, I guess 
if you're yeah. at that point, you would hope you can talk about those things and that's an easier I mean, conversation. Yeah, it's great. I think it's great even if you're married. Like you want to, let's say you want to travel the world. There's so many things you sure. want to do before you you commit to that life. I think it's just such a good option to be able to have. Again, if you can afford it and if you, um, you know, don't mind the discomfort of going through it, I feel like it's an amazing scientific thing. Listen, I'm all for anything that can take pressure off of it just for two people to get to know one another because these things tend to get in the way in the emotional state of it like it takes just one thing off your plate where there's a million things on the plate but yeah i I, i'm with you what what's going on at betches before we get into today's episode um our you you guys last week we you um we had dylan on talk about pop alarm that is out start listening to it subscribe it's our betches pop culture five minutes every day check it out um anywhere you find podcasts you guys know where to find podcasts if you're listening to this jared what do you have what do you have coming up they're pros um i got shows people and listen people have been coming out when you said about like how it's a little weird and it's also like exciting when people are at a like a wedding reception or whatever it is. The comedy cellar, people have been coming out. Like I go on stage and you can hear the you up fans. <gasps> like it, it's really very exciting and fun. The comedy cellar is uh is checking vaccination cards on the way in. So people oh, wow. have been coming out in New York, which is really fun. I love that. I'm there. I feel like that makes you feel even safer. Oh my god, everyone no. yeah, everyone comes in, everyone French kisses. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and then it's a fun night. But so I'm all over the Comedy Cellars website. I'm there whenever I'm in town. But I'm also going to be in Red Bank, New Jersey, Bridgeport, Connecticut, Atlantic City, Richmond, Virginia, Mohegan Sun, Baltimore, La- Maryland, Magoobies, uh, Chicago, Illinois, <laughs> Washington D.C. Just added to the calendar nine nine through nine twelve. Washington D.C. That's going to sell out. That's on my calendar. Um, Austin, Boston, Dallas, jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com for tickets, jaredfree.com. You are on the road. On the road again. I'm making funnies on the road again. Singing too. I'll make you laugh. I'll make you laugh. I'll make you cry. J trains on the road again. Love I'll it. be singing also. I do a little bit of Great song voice, and dance. Jared. Thank you Great very voice. much. Are you going to sing uh, at my wedding? <laughs> I'm singing at your wedding. Give me just uh I'll do um Whitney Houston. I'll I'll I'll, I'll I'll get it going. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down, and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble, and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems, and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows nothing gives me naked confidence like really nailing a tough workout 
There's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ. But a very close second, Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's the game-changing whole body deodorant for those who love feeling confident from head to toe. And you up listeners can now receive a special offer. New customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code UUP at LumiDeodorant.com. L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Making sure that I smell good is like one of my top things to feel confident. If I'm scared that I might be like having an odor, that is going to totally throw off my confidence. So I love Lumi so I can feel confident that I'm smelling fresh every day. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. Yes, anywhere. It's baking soda free, paraben free, and pH balanced for safe use below the belt. Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-odorant. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Choose from a variety of bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code UUP for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code UUP at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. What are we talking about today, Jordana? Today we're talking about shooting your shot in Twitter DMs. The Twitter DMs. Has anyone I ever mean, slid into your Twitter DMs? I've gotten a Twitter DM here and there in the past, but not since Instagram came out and those DMs are very different than the Twitter DMs. Like I would imagine. Twitter DMs, you have to be following one another to get a message. So sometimes if someone like needs to message me something on Twitter, they're like, hey, can you follow me back so that I can message you on Twitter? So it's a very specific type of DM because it's actually... You're closer to the person in a way. Are you, you know sure the, that you need to be? Because I think that um, just goes to it. Doesn't it just go to a separate? No, that's that's uh, Instagram. Twitter, you give it a shot. I mean, Maddie. I got, I've gotten DMs from people that I don't follow. On Twitter? Yeah. I think it depends on your settings. Oh, it oh. does? Okay. So I have it so you can. Thank I, you, I have to be followed. Thank you. I have to be followed, um, which I actually like on Twitter. Okay. I'm not looking to discuss my tweet with... With, with anyone, I, I, with uh, you know the the bullshit that I wrote, but I uh, Twitter DMs. Uh, okay, so I guess that this is, in my opinion, if you're following one another on Twitter, then you kind of know each other's personality. But that's the same with any social media, right? Right. Well, I think Twitter is just different because it's like you're not getting. If you want to find out pics, you got to go. You got to do some investigatory research. Sure, but you know we're doing that. I. I think we should sit at a baseline of if I'm Googling, you're Googling. If right. I'm Googling, they're Googling. If I'm Instagramming, they're Instagramming. I know that the, it's, it's funny. The, 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 the saddest part of the internet is realizing how alike we are, but it's also the most uplifting part. So like there, there's that meme that comes out of like, uh, and it's been around at this point a thousand years where it's like, um, who are you dating? And then like five seconds later, it's like the, the person on the computer can found them. You know what I mean? Right. Oh yeah. Like that meme has existed in 7,000 different iterations. Like how quickly I can find someone on the internet. And then you yeah. see that meme and you go, yeah, I can do that too. Like everyone does that. That's not, you know, right. exclusive to your one friend who knows how to use their iPhone. Like we all know how to use the iPhone. Right. 
some people just make it easier than others or claim that they're you know the i can find anybody it's like i think most people can find anybody i i i really do believe that if they care right. enough to totally you know it's like, like cat it's like with catfish and you go to like and you go to, and then they show you his like research on cat it's like him just googling the person that's yeah his whole show is just he's googling the person <laughs> Yeah, good, good work. You know, the real yeah, detective Neve, really yeah. went to the extent of the, of of his research. Yeah. So, do we want to read the email? Yeah, I'll read it. Okay. Hey guys, huge fan of the pod here. I recommend it to all my friends. Since you guys talk a lot about technology and dating, I would appreciate your advice on a situation I'm having, considering sliding into the DMs of a Twitter mutual. A month or so ago, I liked a guy on Hinge and didn't think much of it. I'm 23 and I think he's 25. A little while later, I saw him on Twitter and followed him, only working out some time later that it was the same guy. I saw his Twitter because we have a specific personal slash professional interest, a policy topic in common, and share a few followers. After following They're him a while- both against freezing eggs. <laughs> <laughs> They're part of the community. Yeah, that's right. After following him a while, I think we seemingly have a lot in common, so I'd be super curious if we clicked IRL. He recently followed me back, and we've had a few liking of each other's tweets and one or two replies to tweets relating to our shared interest topic. So I'm wondering if I have any recourse to shoot my shot here. We did not match on the app. Uh, that said, a lot of guys I know don't check the app often, even if they have a profile up, and maybe he would be more inclined given my Hinge profile doesn't discuss that much that I like that thing that we both care about a lot. She's she's being so <laughs> cagey about what the thing is that like I really want to know what it is. She's yeah, like, what, what is the <laughs> what is this shared interest? You can follow an interest on Twitter, right? Is that what she's referring oh, to? That, I guess that must be it. Because I'm yeah, like, what is this thing which you <laughs> they both love, but you won't say what it is? Yeah, it's a, well, she said it's a policy topic. So I don't know. Is it like you know political voter registration? Like, yeah. <laughs> like so know. sexy. He's into voter rights. Oh, border, yeah. Border immigration? Who knows? <laughs> yeah. What if it's like QAnon? They're like, we both <laughs> we both believe that Lord Xenu is going to take us to the heavens one day. Like, she's just a crazy. I think if it were QAnon, you'd hear about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know he's probably looking to date because when I Googled him, I saw that he recently participated in a thing in our city newspaper that our city newspaper does where they set people up on dates and write up the birth date. He didn't match with the girl they picked, but mentioned in the article he was looking for a relationship. Well, if he mentioned it in an article, then yeah, listen, <laughs> question, it's in the it's in the daily rag. You can't you should cut it out and frame <laughs> it and just in case, you know, you start dating and he backs out. On the first date, you just and I will s slip it across the table like it's money. Just want to make sure you have this read <laughs> when it's in the newspaper. My question is, A, do I have enough ground to try to DM him given we didn't match on Hinge? And B, what, what's a good way to do that? To do that, what a good way to do that might be. Any thoughts on getting dates on Twitter in general? We've only encountered interacted a bit on Twitter, so I'm really not sure if it's enough to go off of. As a woman, I don't really have qualms asking a guy out, but lately I've been kind of wary shooting my shot after a few situations where I misread things. Plus, I've never asked someone out online. Any advice and thoughts appreciated? Much love. Love this email. Right at the... This is the right at the center of this podcast. This is right in the, the sweet spot that we live in. That This is what we do. And I think there's a lot in this email to be considered. 
Um, I like that she's like, I've misread things in the past. That's why I want to ask this question. I don't want to make the same mistake again. Um, mm -hmm. I have initial thoughts if you'd like to hear them. Let's hear them. I think, well, first of all, let me answer her questions. Yes, she should DM. Yes, she should shoot her shot. Um, it's IRL summer. You're looking to go on a date, get drinks. That's as, Let's make it as simple as possible. I think she's making this way more complicated. She mentions, we saw each other on the app. We never matched. Um, and then she gives like a 10-sentence dissertation on the reasons they didn't match. Okay, you didn't match. That's all that matters. Okay. Then, then she's like, you know, we've we've interacted on on the app, and you know, and and you know, I've misread things in the past, and I, I, she gets into like all these kind of. Oh, then she references the article. It says yes. he's looking for a relationship <laughs> in the article, but it didn't work out with the person that they matched him with. Well, that could be you. You, he's looking for a relationship. With someone, not with you. With you, necessarily. So, <laughs> necessarily. So right. the idea that, like, she's way ahead of herself. And I get it. This is right. all in what you call, you know, the this is the in the emotional, emotional masturbation category. Ton of it, right? Right, yeah. Totally, because she's thinking four steps ahead. Like, is he looking for, are we going to be in a relationship if I DM him? Well, yeah. it's like, no. <laughs> what you, like, kind of what you, you always say this. It's like, you want to ask for the next thing. Not like, yep. are you looking for a relationship? You want to be like, would you be down to get drinks? If yeah, if you're if you're going out with someone to get a relationship, then you're going to be left very unsatisfied most of the time. You're going to be mm -hmm. it, it, this is expectations versus reality that we're trying to set you up for. So it's like all you want, you're like, I like this guy from Twitter. That is a perfectly reasonable beautiful human thing. I am attracted to this guy from Twitter. The reason we get in our heads about it is because it's all newfangled technology. We're all, you know, our parents never said, well, when I DM'd your father, you know, like it, that conversation. It, it, so we're not going down worn terrain. We're, it, it, it's a road that has, that we have to use a machete to cut through. So let me tell her what she should be warned about. Let me warn her you didn't match on the app. I don't. Let's say he looks at it just as much as you look at it. Okay, so you didn't match on the app. That is something in the negative column of, you know, whether you trust him all the way for the next step or not. Right. Um, you saw the newspaper. He's looking for a relationship. Okay, he's single. That's a that's in the positive go. column. Good for and him. He's on the and he's on the apps. So that probably and he's, on the app. he's on the Okay, so good good for him. You've interacted and he's followed you. This is also the dance of the internet. I call it window tapping. When you like 10 of their pictures in a row, you're tapping on the window. Hello, I'm here. I'm hard and or wet. So you are you did the dance. You're doing the dance. You like some tweets. You didn't like his tweets because you're you're really into immigration reform. You liked him. He he didn't have any interesting things to say. He's nobody. He is interested in the same things as you and you're attracted to him. So you're liking some tweets and he's liking yours back and now you're following each other and these are all good signs. Her next move is to follow those good signs and be like, hey, um, I, 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 I would admit to the creepy first. So you go, hey, I know this is out of nowhere, but uh, we always go back and forth on here. I actually saw you on Hinge a couple months back ago 
as embarrassing as that is to remember, but I would love to get drinks sometime, and you drop the number. Yes. Done. And if he uses it, and, is, and if he uses it and asks you and follows up on setting up that actual date, then this is a successful thing. Absolutely. If he doesn't use it, let it go. Or if he uses it and then just continues to talk to you, I also think let it go. Yeah, that it is a yes, no, or maybe, and no and maybe are both no. So yes. the mistake people make on social media is then they just kind they they if you pull this move and you drop your number and then they text you for the rest of time and DM back to your Instagram stories with fire emojis, you you're left there thinking, what the fuck is this? And it's like yeah. The longer you let it go, what the fuck is this? The longer that turns into someone that is just waiting for you to kind of make a mistake with them. I and it yeah. is my true belief, right? To and so that they can, you know, message you late night or something like that. I'm out. Come hang. Right. You know, like it, I mean, I'm out. Come hang is drinks, but it's not the drinks you wanted, and that's okay to say. And so I think, like, if someone comes back at you with text, text, text. The next vulnerable moment, and it sucks that we're putting the – it's all on the person who's doing the DMing. But the next vulnerable moment is like, hey, um, I have to like kind of unfollow you or or you just do it without saying it. But you you can say, hey, I was looking to go on a date, but if that's not going to happen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to back away because I don't want to get ahead of myself. Boom. There. Yeah. Right? But I think it's like you have to be aware of like all these fake efforts when it comes to DMing someone. Right. Well, if you've made your intentions clear, if you're saying I want to go on a date and the person knows that and they don't ask you on a date, it's time to take the hint and move on. Yeah. And and listen, and if he says, listen, I've had people DMing recently and some DMs are better than others. Um, I would What's say, a good DM? Like exactly what you said? Well, I've had uh, – it's all situational, but the, what I said, if someone wrote that to me, I've been writing back, hey, I'm totally flattered, but I'm just not ready yet. And that's okay. been kind of my blanket answer. And that's for, a no. That's right. a no. Um, right. And then sometimes Because people, someone, someone might interpret that as he's not ready yet. People always hear the <laughs> word that they want to hear. You know what that's I mean? True. People see what they want to see, so he's like – so someone might be like, well, I'll check back in. I'll check back next month. Sure. I mean, if they check back in a month, I'm actually more OK with that than next week. Next or, or sometimes what happens is, hey, I'm totally flattered. I'm just not ready for that yet. I'm, just, I'm recently out of a relationship. And then uh, and then it's seven continuous messages of how embarrassed they are and how that was nice. I guess I won't shoot my shot anymore. And then they start like explaining to me like how upset, or not upsetting, but like they're like trying to like, like this was totally like, I think my response is totally reasonable in my opinion. And right. I know that's and then, my own yeah, opinion And then myself. the correct response to that is, okay, thanks for letting me know. Done. And, and yeah. instead of, oh my God, uh, you know, you know, in three messages down the board, which I, Listen, I understand the 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 thought process there, but I'm like, I I, I don't want to be, you know, turning I to comfort down. you. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> of your now, rejection. Now let's talk about dating. Let's do our own podcast. Like I I <laughs> like, I, I I think it, it can be. And, and listen, 
all of this sucks. All of this hurts. All of this, you know, if if I DM someone was like, hey, I would love to go on a date with you. Uh, here's my number. And they were like, listen, I'm totally flattered. But I would go, okay, pledge, got to go. You know, like, yeah, I would, I would, I would appreciate the honesty. I, I, I really would. I agree. I but think, some people have yeah. been very good about that. Don't get me wrong. Like, it, it's gone both ways. I've also, you know, I think, you know, there's also a different type of DM where it's like, hey, um, I saw you at this coffee shop. Come hang, you know, I, uh, come, I, I'm there all every day at noon, you know. And you're like, well, now I'm not going back there again. <laughs> well, <laughs> sometimes I'm like, yeah, I'll be there at noon. This is, I mean, I'm drinking coffee anyways. Let's chit chat, you know, like, and that okay. that's not even a date at that point. That's just like, nice to meet you. You know, like I, I'm, I'm, right. I'm, I'm, I'm waltzing around this city with nothing to do a lot of the time. Like I want, you know, sitting here waiting on Soho house to accept me. No. <laughs> so I, but I think like you, you get what you asked for. Hey, I'm, I'm there having coffee all the time. Let's chit chat. Okay. That's casual. That's not even like anything that like means anything more. That's actually more something that I would be into than not, you know? Right. Well, someone might think of, of that reply and be like, oh, we have a date. Um, I could debate that. That's kind of where I think of like maybe or like not a date means no to me. Yeah. Not a mate. Uh, yeah. Not, not a date, a date means, no. means not yeah. a date. Right. Because mm-hmm. if someone really wants to go on a date, they they'll, ask they, they'll a take date. you on the date. And, yeah. and, and, but this guy, you know, the idea of like this guy, like the DMs, but this, what I'm talking about right now is, is kind of the world that a lot of guys deal in where they are like woman DM me. Okay. That's an option I want to keep and decide on later down the in the road. moment, maybe too. What do you mean? Like later down the road in the, like, Oh, I'm kind of bored or yes. I'm in the mood to, you know, I'm currently in the mood to see someone, so let me grab that option from last week. From from the, the, the bench DM. of options. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, I, I think, like, women have to remember with these DM things, like, you're dealing, like, we, uh, again, societally, we always are like, these Disney movies, you know, led women astray. But then there's also this thing of, like, guys being told their whole life, ask the girl out, go get the girl, go, you know, you know take her to the dance. You know, uh, make the move, um, open the door. And when someone comes to your DMs and is like, hello, I think you're good looking. You kind of go, get over here. I got to save you. Like, you know, like a, like a uh, it's like you're collecting chipmunks, collecting right. acorns. Well, that's also, I think, part of the reason why a lot of women are hesitant to totally to make the move, because if you make the move, the guy now has the option of I know she's interested and then, like you said, can kind of keep you in his back pocket. Whereas if it is it is easier to weed out those people if you're waiting for guys to make the move on you. Not to say that those guys are not are always trying to date you, but they're you know what I mean? At least then you have there's maybe an easier way to like suss that out, if that makes sense. But this is the easier way to suss it out is we're giving it to them. We're saying right. If it doesn't happen right away, then it's not going to happen. This guy's kind of just like deciding. And how long do you want to be like, are you into someone who's deciding on you? Right. Like, that's the question you have to ask, because this is also goes back to the dating apps. The dating apps were created by non-social people in an effort to be social. They're a crutch. So social people use them 
like uh, having a third, you know, leg. You know, it's like now there's, you know, it's a, it becomes like a superpower because those people on the apps can. That's why it's like he never makes a date. He's always hovering around. It's like, yeah, because he has the social ability to hover around. If you're like me and shudder at the thought of low rise jeans and pluck thin eyebrows making a comeback, you're a millennial. And if you're a millennial, it's time to add Clarins multi-active cream to your daily routine. I have to tell you, I'm a huge Clarins fan. I've been using them for years. I love, love, love them. They are such high quality. They're like a legacy brand. My skin always looks better whenever I'm using Clarins products. And it's no different with the Clarins multi-active cream. You've been adulting for a while, so the daily stress of just trying to keep your life together can cause stress aging. Yes, that's a thing. The good news, Europe's number one skincare line has a solution you can trust. Rooted in nature and innovated with science, Clarins has a long legacy of creating industry-first, plant-forward products. Using a skin charger complex made of 2% niacinamide and C. holly bio-extract, Clarins Multi-Active Cream has been clinically proven to target the first visible signs of aging by smoothing lines and wrinkles, refining pores, evening tone and texture, and strengthening the skin's moisture barrier. While Multi-Active Cream can't bring back the golden age of boy bands, it can de-stress your skin. Go to Clarins.com slash UUP and get Multi-Active Day and Night Cream for 10% off, a free welcome gift, plus free shipping on your first order. That's C-L-A-R-I-N-S dot com slash UUP with promo code UUP. UUP, clarins.com slash UUP with promo code UUP. Summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I'm wearing a Quince sweater literally right now. They make the best cashmere sweaters and they're so well-priced. It's like, honestly, my dream store. I also have an amazing down comforter from them. They cut out the middleman and they really just give you these really, really high quality items that last a long time and that they're at an amazing price point. Quince has amazing items like premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash UUP for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash UUP to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash UUP. Let's do some awkward sex. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Keep sending these in. This is this one is fantastic, Jordana. Seriously. I mean, wild. It's one of those where you can't believe it's real. <laughs> Jay and Jay love the podcast all and all that you've done, uh, all that you've do. Um, I've rated, reviewed, subscribed, shared and all the stuff. Now let's get into it. All throughout my junior and senior college, I had a major crush on my guy best friend. We'll call him Paul. One night during block party, while my friends and I were getting drunk at our local bar, Paul and I ended up kissing. As the night came to a close, our friend group hopped on the quote-unquote drunk bus, and Paul and I made out the whole ride back to my apartment complex. A magical night with her best friend. Sounds a block party. I, I feel like I haven't even been to a block party. They sound so fun. What? A, yeah, I love it. I love it. So, 
she wrote block party in caps, so this must be a thing at her school. Like someone's sitting at their that right. school going, oh, he's talking she, about us. Yeah. You know? She didn't say a block party. She said block no. party. Like it's During, the only one. So you're right. Yeah. Must be it's, like, it's like when people call it the city. Yeah, I, yes. I'm in the city tonight. New York City. Not it's your backwards garbage city. <laughs> uh, <laughs> as soon as we got off the bus, Paul ended up losing. Okay, hold on. I got. I want to make sure I nail this sentence. And Paul and I made out the whole ride back to my apartment complex. As soon as we got off the bus, Paul ended up losing his footing and fell face first onto the road. He got up, wiped the blood and gravel off his face, and insisted on coming back to my apartment to continue with the festivities for the night. I mean, if that doesn't back up what I just told you about men being like holding on to women and any chance they can get this guy okay. fell on his face yeah, yeah, i'm cool i'm cool i'm cool <laughs> <laughs> he's blood he's blood wiping all over blood. my face and, oh, yeah. and rocks <laughs> yeah no we can fuck we can still go I, I, my penis works <laughs> like what <laughs> oh my god shortly after we got back to the apartment paul and i started hooking up and then eventually we both fell asleep Around 3 a.m., I woke up to hear a sink running for about five minutes. I noticed that Paul was not next to me, so I figured he was just washing his face from his fall earlier. How funny is that that she's like, yeah, well, he didn't wash his face before we got in bed together. He's like, together, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I ended up uh, falling back asleep and was woken up again at 6 a.m. to someone knocking on my bedroom door. I was greeted by my roommate who blankly looked at me and said, someone shit in your sink. <laughs> it took about... The roommate's probably so annoyed, too. Oh, my God. I mean, she wrote plainly, someone, someone shit, shit in your sink. Someone shit in your sink. Oh, like, like can... your food's here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> someone shit in your sink. Uh it took someone shit in your sink. It I wonder if she's a, also the roommate who like this kind of shit happens to all the time because that would also yeah. explain that. She's like, there's oh, always that one. Someone's shit in your sink. I don't know if you're gonna take care of that. And 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 my book bag was right under the sink, so I and think there's a little bit of pee on it. Uh huh. What are you gonna do about it? Yeah. It took about a solid minute for what she said to sink in, and then it all hit me. I turned my head and looked at Paul sleeping soundly on the bed and was immediately reminded of the running water I had heard just a few hours before. Well, it turns out he wasn't washing his face, but it was indeed taking a massive dump in the sink that I brushed my teeth and washed yeah. my face in. Oh I my woke God. my other roommate up, and in our still slightly buzzed phase, we assessed the damage and immediately were overcome by both horror and fits of laughter. It, I, I had so many questions like, did he wipe? Were those mud marks on my sheets from when he fell, or were they poop smears? <laughs> to make matters worse, oh my, God. my parents were in town visiting because I had a dance performance the night before. Honey! You ready for brunch? <laughs> Look at uh, <laughs> oh. uh, they called me and told me they were headed over to take me out to breakfast. I was able to shut that down quickly and ended up driving to Walmart, bought cleaning supplies, and scooped his poop out of the sink by myself with my own hands. Oh, my God. Uh, that is, a, I mean, I don't like that she drove to Walmart, but, like, that is a wake, you know, you know when you wake up a little bit, like, still drunk and you're like i'm just gonna do everything now yeah yeah, yeah. yeah like you get like dr hung over like energy. Hyped up. 
Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I've had that happen. I hope she wore gloves. That's disgusting. I mean, I was so embarrassingly into Paul that I didn't even wake him to tell him of his offense. Oh. Paul sleep. I want someone to love me so much that they scoop my shit out of the sink without even sparing me the embarrassment of letting me know I did it. Just sleeping like a baby. I like that uh, she's so self-aware. She's like, I was so embarrassingly obsessed with this person, like <laughs> excited about this hookup that I didn't yeah. want to ruin the moment. <laughs> yeah, it, it was already embarrassing at bloody face hookup. And it's like, oh. so as Paul slept soundly, I scrubbed away. He eventually woke up having no recollection, no recollection of his poop adventure. And as he was leaving, said, holy shit, in response to the breakfast my friends were cooking. My, res- my friends responded with, yeah, that's what we said when we looked in the sink this morning. But those words went right over Paul's head. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, is that Paul a quote know. from the office? <laughs> like, I, would, I would like to say that this encounter was what woke me from my college girl crush. But I'm sorry to say that I slept with him again about three weeks later. <laughs> I guess even Respect. cleaning someone's shit. Uh, someone's shit up couldn't deter me from getting it in anyways I hope you got a laugh out of this it's always a good story to tell at the bar would love to hear what you guys call this wow what a story great story very college I mean the thing about it that I I get the least I get you know listen who hasn't pooped themselves in college once or twice the sink is where it gets me because you have to perch up like a gargoyle on the sink yeah. Yeah, this especially when drunk. Like the balance it takes. Yeah. I uh I don't understand logistically like why one would do that. Mm. But have you ever pooped yourself drunk? No, not drunk. <laughs> <laughs> that pause. Not drunk. That's the longest pause in new up history. Uh, <laughs> what about you, Jared? Um. Yeah, a few times. Um, oh wow! It's happened. It, it, one time. When was the most recent? So I went. Have I told this story here before? I went back um to Needham, where I'm from, during college. Like you know, like post yeah. one of the one summers of the years, or something. Summers, whatever. My buddy was at his college, and I went to visit him and hang for the night. We went to a bar and. I woke up in his apartment thing and I had shitty underwear. I didn't know how they got shitty, but they were shitty. Fully or like a smudge? They were shitty. Okay. So I would say somewhere <laughs> between like a smudge and a full shit. Yeah. <laughs> so again, this is why I relate to the emailer where she's like, I cleaned it up in my kind of like half drunk, woken up, hungover thing. Like you get these weird ideas of what you need to do. So I guess I remember I'm like, I, I texted him being like, we got to go. I got you got to take me back to Needham. You got to take me back to my house. And I took off the underwear and I like held it in my hand. So I'm just like waiting outside of his like apartment thing, like banging on the top of his like truck. Like, come on, we got to go. I got to go. And I'm holding this underwear. You didn't want to so, toss it? I should have tossed it. I don't know why. I think it like. <laughs> Salvageable. Like, they, there's an I I think to me there's an idea that like my mom will go where's your underwear you know like that will be 
the Your first response. Track. <laughs> My mom well, you used have to go. Fourteen pairs, and uh, I, I noticed one's missing. You have to understand how neurotic my mom has made me into. She used to, instead of taking out the garbage in my room growing up, she would go through it with her hands and then, like, question me on things in the garbage. What'd she like, find? Like to, and I'm like, why are you doing this? And she wouldn't find anything, but she's like, well, I don't want to waste the garbage liners. That was her reason. Okay. <laughs> so, so you shouldn't throw, sh- throw certain things out but in the... In, in addition to, I don't want to waste the garbage liners, is, what's this? Always, what's this? So I have this thing with throwing things away that I'm very bad at it. You're worried not, someone's going to go through your trash. Okay. I, I guess this is like some sort of, you know, PTSD of, of my mom. So I bring back the underwear to my house. Okay. <laughs> I go, I walk in, I obviously smell a booze. I walk in to like go nap right away. My mom's like, where are you going? I go straight into the, so then I like, you, you know, when you start sneaking around your own house, but you know, you're not tr- fooling anybody. So yeah. I go into the laundry room and I take the shitty underwear and I like stick it into the middle of the laundry. Like it won't be seen. I'm not okay. going to wash it myself, but I'm just going to like put it in the middle so that no one, it gets mixed in with everything else. Okay. This story really okay. makes me sound bad. The, you're the face you're giving me. I it's, just don't understand why you wouldn't throw it out. I Listen, I don't either. Okay. okay. I, so now I go upstairs, I take a nap and then I come back down. My mom is having a meeting with my brother was the captain of the football team. So she's having like a meeting with the football captains or something, the moms. <laughs> and I go into the computer room. Like, you know, remember the computer room? I remember the computer room, yeah. So everyone had a computer room. So I go, or ever, you know, my privileged ass had a computer room. So <laughs> I go and in the computer, the computer room. This is the room where the computer sleeps. Yes. <laughs> so I go in there. And I'm like on the internet, like I'm on AIM, like, you know, whatever, right. doing, you know. And all of a sudden, my mom, I guess during this football, like, meeting with the other moms, and like I say hi to the moms, hi, good to see everybody, whatever. And they know me, and I'm in the other room, and I just hear my mom going, Jared! Jared! What's, what's this underwear? Oh and I'm God. like, and I'm like, and I'm like, nothing! What? <laughs> Like just try to ignore it, and I get, and these moms are just at the kitchen table between the computer room and where the laundry room is, just like, like, and she's like, "This underwear is a mess," and they're like, <laughs> and these moms are just sitting like, I just I kept imagining them. I'm like, "Yeah, it's nothing, it's nothing," and just like, they're just watching. Honestly, this mom and their son fight over shitty underwear. I don't fucking blame your mom. If I have a 20 year old son <laughs> who's who's putting his shit underwear in the laundry for me to deal with. Yeah, that's it's what's going to happen. Listen, I agree with your I, mom. <laughs> so those three other mothers never saw me the same way again. I, <laughs> well, well, that's a great that's, story. I'm sorry. that Sorry to give the story time, but I, I hope everyone enjoyed that no, I, I wanted to make the emailer feel better for cleaning up the shit in the sink. I My mom it. relates. <laughs> um, red flag or deal breaker. Uh, a lady does this <laughs> to you. Considering what I just told you, it's tough for me to be like deal breaker, but I'm still questioning how they got on top of the sink. And Are you I need cleaning to know it about- up? No, no. I'm waking them up going, what the fuck happened? Yeah. What, what's going on here that's something what? where i feel like you can shame the person a little bit be like yeah. hey hey right hey. tap their head <laughs> um did you uh what you, uh, hello a, what um, why are you waking me i noticed um did you take a shit in my sink 
shit. Somewhat, there's there's shit. I'm not really sure who. Maybe it was me. I don't. I don't know. Is, could it have been you? Dude, you serious? <laughs> I, I. What? Shit. Did you, you shit in the sink? Like he would put it on you. Like, <laughs> I feel like this interaction, if it were you and me, would probably go like that. <laughs> I think it was you. Excuse me. <laughs> I haven't shit in weeks. <laughs> um, would, would you red flag or deal breaker? If it's oh, in college, red flag I or deal I still breaker. think deal I mean, I would definitely wake them up. But I still think it's uh, college. I could let maybe 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 I would. I could see being I mean, I'm judging her, but I could also see being so obsessed with a guy that I like let this slide also. Okay, I I I agree with you. I agree. And college changes it. Timing. This is why, you know, looking back at someone's past, you know, everyone gets redemption. Everyone gets empathy. Yeah. Let's say Mike. Tomorrow morning you wake up. There's a shit in your sink right now. You're engaged to Mike. He gets wild drunk with his buddies. He comes back, does this, and what? Do you, how do you go from there? Is there? Do we go I would counseling? I would definitely like really, really. Okay. Well, funny story about Mike is that he <laughs> was trying to get in shape for our wedding, and he was like very, very slightly hungover and he did like a 20 minute Peloton workout in our apartment. Mm -hmm. This was like six months ago. And then it's 20 minutes. It's not that hard. All of a sudden I'm literally next to him because we were in our one bedroom apartment and he goes and he just throws up right in our kitchen sink. What? In the sink? Yeah. Our kitchen sink. Yeah. That's no go, man. I'm like, and I, you never heard the end of it. I was like, (laughs) why would you throw up? There's a bathroom right there. I'm like, it's funny because I'm like, I could be like the nurturing sweet. Like, are you okay? But I'm like, why would you throw up in the sink? (laughs) Like throw up in the bathroom. Like, but really it's like we eat out of this sink. I, I remember being like, well, Very, you don't it, eat out of the sink. You don't put your plate in the sink and then eat. Well, but yeah, the other way. But I'm like, <laughs> come on. So I have to say um, he wouldn't hear the end of it like ever. And mm-hmm. I would expect like to be taken to dinner. Sure. But I would get over it. Throw up in the sink is bad because that just sits there. It doesn't really go down. Yeah. I mean, it's disposal. not as bad as shit in the sink. But yeah, I, I, yeah, no, it isn't. Do you have a name he for it? Would have to clean it up. I would say shit or get off the sink. Shit or get off the sink is good. Um, I had the the porcelain pooper. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, Maddie had some good ones. The plumber, the sink shitter, sneaky shitter. Love it. Send submit, in your. Submit yours. That? I said yes. submit yours. Submit yours. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. 
Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Let's do another email. Let's do it. All right. Dear Jared and Jordana, I have a question for you based on a situation I almost found myself in a few years ago while in a previous relationship. Me and my girlfriend at the time had been together for almost two years, and we started to have conversations about moving in together. We were out at brunch with a couple of friends when the topic came up, and she half-jokingly said, we will definitely have to ditch all your furniture when we move in. Now, this really annoyed me because I'm a guy who takes a lot of pride in my knowledge of interior design. I subscribe to Dwell. I don't know what that is. (laughs) I watch a ton of HGTV and follow enough Instagram accounts to have a good idea about how to put a space together. Not to besmirch Mike, but I certainly didn't have gnomes or anything super kitschy in my apartment (laughs) that would make a woman roll her eyes. (laughs) I love that. Um, I would always Um, get such a deep knowledge of the show. I love it. I like I appreciate it. Yeah, Yeah, referencing um, Mike's terrible taste. (laughs) I would always get compliments. Big episode for Mike today. <laughs> We're learning a lot about um, puked in the, can't style. handle a twenty minute Olivia Amato class puking in the sink. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> I think, I, think she, I think it was her. <laughs> Shout out um, to Olivia Amato, uh, a, fa- a, a favorite of mine. I love taking her classes. Yeah, I would always get compliments when people visit my place, and it was by no means an average Jew department. My girlfriend, on the other hand, had tastes similar to a rich older couple, very gaudy, <laughs> and nothing at her place was comfortable. So hopefully now you can see why it was such a problem to me to hear that that over the brunch table. We ended up breaking things off prior to any move in situation over unrelated issues, but it left me with questions that I want to ask you guys. How do you compromise when one person in the relationship has what most would consider bad taste? How, as a guy, can you put your foot down in situations like these? The common narrative is that guys don't know shit about these things, so it feels like an, an ingrained gender norm that is hard to fight when you do, when you do have a strong opinion on the matter. Obviously, everything about compromise, everything is about compromise, and I'm giving a somewhat drastic example. But you always see homes of married people where there isn't much gender neutrality, and I don't know how I would handle that. I would love y'all's opinion. Sincerely, Restoration Hardheaded. Love the sign off. Um... Jordana, what do you think? You, you have any thoughts on this initially? I find it would be difficult to date someone who was, in my opinion, delusional. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> well, I mean, like, to, they, to me, it's not about good people. taste. It's dating sure. someone that's a good match for me. It's not about good taste, bad taste. Do their interests mm. completely ma- align with mine? Are they good at this? Or are they good at that? It's like more like, do they understand themselves and how people see them? And like... It's well, like hold we- on, hold on. Before you get into this, who's delusional here? Because I, I'm, now I'm wondering, because I think there's one person that's delusional and the other person isn't. Well, it's kind of, I'm saying he thinks, he's saying he's dating someone who thinks they have great taste. And he says it's very obvious that they don't. Okay, I, I think that's a, a matter, that's a subjective opinion. Well, I'm going by what he's saying. But... What he's saying, I think the most important delusional part of this email is looking at someone, someone's apartment that they have decorated and saying, we will definitely have to ditch all your furniture when we move in. That's the most delusional. Whether 
whose taste is good or not good has nothing to do it. It, it. You know, this is these dating emails are always about something, but they're really about an overarching thing to me. And the idea that you like if if you walked into my apartment and saw that I had a poster, a painting of me with board Lord written under it, which I do have in my bathroom, you would say, <laughs> okay. you would say, okay, Jared doesn't really give a shit about the decor of, of his living space. That, right. You know, but, you, but only maybe cares you think, so much. Maybe you think you do. That's what I'm saying. Like that would make to me, if you were like, let's say you had that. And then you were like to me, yeah, I take a lot of pride in the, like, you, my in my decor choices that I think that I'm really good at interior decorating. But that's delusional. But well, that, that's but that's I'm a com- but, but that's a conversation that you would have to have before saying, well, we're going to ditch all your furniture. But when we move well, in, that's what I'm kind of saying. It's like if you got to that point in the relationship and you and the person had such different views about like. Mm-hmm. I feel like you would find this out earlier. Yeah, I, like, that, I agree with you. Do you see what I'm saying? I'm not saying yeah. like, okay, like I know her taste is bad, but I feel like if there was such a, if there was such a uh, difference between what they thought was good and what I thought was good, it's like if you ever see a guy who plays the if if a guy played the guitar for me on like a first mm-hmm. date and he was terrible at it and he thought he was great, I think I would be out just for the sense of this guy doesn't like there's a, he doesn't have a good self awareness of like how he comes off to people. And it, I, I agree with you. And it's you easy to saying? go. I, yeah, I see what you're saying now. I And also, in this situation, I can see why they would stay together through that because they're like, oh, I just don't like, oh, she thinks her apartment's good. I think it's bad. And then it's like a month later, you start to realize, well, she doesn't think anything I do is good either. Like, right. you know what I mean? Like, she said the same thing about my apartment, too. You know, like, and then you go, oh, yeah. well, can I live with someone who thinks so little of something I think so highly of? Yeah, I, you know, I, I totally agree. Maybe it's not delusion. It's more just like you're on a completely different page in terms of like the way that you see each other and the things that I, you do. This is how couples become monsters together, because you find someone that you're like, we agree on the same shitty things on everything. So we just encourage each other. So you're basically saying... <laughs> To these people, because they dis- because I agree with you, I wouldn't. I would be like, "How do I like it so much, and you hate it so much?" I would. I agree with you, but it is. Yeah. A, it can go a bad way too, where it's like you, you two are just monsters that agree with each other. <laughs> you know, like yeah, like the, no, it can. The, but those people are a good match. Yeah, I, 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 I guess to me, the match is always better when it's one person who cares and one person who doesn't care. Like well, yeah, that, you know, that like, definitely that, that definitely evens it out a little bit. At least the person who doesn't care can go, hey, a little less gold when we decorate this apartment. You yeah. know, like, but, but uh, as much gold as you want. You have but two not very that much. opinionated people. It can be tough to. This is obviously not the match, but I, 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 yeah, I'm with you. I, I guess to me, it's just weird that she would go. I, she would look at someone's. Finally, like this guy, the way he describes himself, I believe him that he right. does He's very into interior care. design. He's into it. And for her to look at a place that has obviously been worked on and say, we'll definitely ditch all your furniture when we move in. She has put aside something he cares about. Totally. I mean, if like if Mike had said that to me, I would be like, 
in, I would I would agree with him. I would be like insulted because it was clear like when I when I was when I met him, I was living in a place that like I had put a lot of time and effort in decorating. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And he put time into gnomes. Yes, which he had discarded before we moved in as per my uh, stipulations. But if he had been fighting me on that, if he was like, no, like, these are cool. Like, this is like how an apartment should be decorated. I would kind of have to say, like, it's kind of like the other. I feel like people have written into us about like men's fashion choices where it's like they think they look really good, but they Mm -hmm. have something super gaudy or something like whatever. It's like if you truly think that, then maybe you're not that into them like kind of like you said with mike he like had that stuff he didn't really care or think that he had such great taste but if you did i might have liked him less yeah i i guess so i guess his question is posed wrong when this guy writes how do you compromise when one person in the relationship has what most would consider bad taste like that's not really asking the question right like how do you compromise with someone who won't compromise Or will you not compromise? Or how do you, do you compromise with someone whose taste is wildly different and your awareness is totally different than yours? Someone's taste, because it can can impact how attracted you are to them. Oh, totally. I think, and how strongly they're defending their bad taste. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Have you ever been been turned off by someone who like loves a very, very bad movie? (laughs) That's, no, I, I, (laughs) never happened. Movie, music, that doesn't really speak to me. I've been turned off by what someone thinks is funny and not funny. Well, I'm saying like, let's say they were like, yeah. this is the funniest movie I've ever seen. Or this is the standup is the funniest standup I've ever seen. And it's like something that you think is like awful. It would disappoint me. In a That's way. what I'm yeah, saying. It's like I, a little I, bit of a turnoff. Maybe it's not a deal breaker, but like it, it does affect your. Like if I there's sometimes I look at a standup and I'm like, this is a little preachy. And if they didn't think it was preachy, I would be more disappointed. If they thought it was funny, like someone referenced a stand-up special to me the other day and they were like, it was really interesting. And I was like, that is the last description I would ever want of my stand-up special. Interesting. Like, right. like but, but we're two different comics. You know, some comics are going for interesting and I'm going for, I want you to shit your pants like the guy in the sink. Like that's like, I want you to laugh so hard and like that's the goal with every joke is that there's someone snorting laughing and it's like uh, it, so if i was dating someone that was like well i just like an interesting comic i'd be like Ugh, like get away like what fun are you right and i think that basically what that is, is like there's different taste and then there's yeah. things that are like reflective of your personality which like sort of show to me this says like if some if both people think that their thing is like the ultimate best mm-hmm. and they feel really passionately about it yeah. then to me there's some sort of like i'm not surprised they broke up i not at all and to say it wasn't he for him to say it wasn't about this it was about this this is a not a match like it all everything is about this you know the the breakup yeah. is about everything totally UUP at Betches.com, UUP at Betches.com. Let's play some games. You ready? I'm ready. This is a really good week of Red Flag Deal Breaker. I have to, this, this outline, bang up job, I, I think, Love Maddie. these. Great Thank job. you, Maddie. Killing it again. There we go. We got to stop complimenting Maddie or we got to give her a raise. So we got to chill out. <laughs> compliments, compliments. I'm <laughs> <Yeah>. just kidding. <laughs> 
Thanks, Jordan and Jared, for all you do. Love my boyfriend. He's great and completely normal, 28-year-old. However, I noticed that in his phone, his mom is listed as mommy and his dad is listed as dad is listed as daddy. I made <laughs> comments like, that's interesting. And his response is always something like, I've had a cell phone since middle school, just never got around to changing their names. Don't know why it matters. Am I insane for thinking that's weird? And and that he should just grow up and rename his parents' names to mom and dad? Sincerely, Peter Pan's girlfriend. This is tough because she's not wrong for for thinking he's weird for this. Here's the thing. I think, yeah, I totally agree. I think she's not wrong for thinking it's weird. I think the weirder thing is that he won't change it after she said it's weird. Well, <laughs> yeah, him saying don't know why it matters. He knows why it matters. It, it's a man with mommy and daddy in his phone. It's fucking weird. Yeah. Like like the idea. That, but some people don't like to be told, as we've learned through a pandemic <laughs> where um, people won't get the vaccine. We've learned that people, anything they're told to do, they refute. It doesn't matter right. what it is. They don't like to be told what to do. I see what you, I get what you're saying, but like, like the way she put it, I actually think she made a mistake in the way she brought it up. Interesting is so judgmental. It's so <laughs> like passive aggressive. It annoyed me when I read it. So I, I would I, say I, that. <laughs> like very oh, interesting that you have. Uh... <laughs> yeah, like that is. Well, the how most... should she have said it? It's very weird. I would start making. I think it's one of those things that you. Mommy's have to, like, calling. Mommy. <laughs> It's your mommy. Like, that's more fun than interesting. At least you're joking with him and not judging at him. I don't know. It's like, yeah. Interesting isn't even making fun of him. It's like, oh, I'm going to talk about this later with my friends and on a podcast with many, many listeners. Like, like, (laughs) like, I don't know. It's just uh, the way it's sometimes it's all in how you're you approach things. But, like, it's also about how self-aware you are when you're called out on something that's, like, clearly weird. Like, L- if listen, someone I, said that, it could be like, oh, wow, that's, like, pretty embarrassing. I've actually, like, haven't changed their names. I never even thought about it. I haven't changed their names since I was, like, 12. But, like, I should probably sure. change that. <laughs> I don't know. The idea, I, I, I'm going to defend no one's No one's going to tell me not to have my dad in his daddy. <laughs> well, if I would say to her, and I don't mean to make this a bigger thing, then then she maybe saw it when she sent it in but like he's probably like who's this fucking chick to tell me what to do i don't know if i'm marrying her yet like what control do you have over me like like I, i'm changing it for you i don't even know if i'm uh, if this is long term like i i like, guess i don't like, know i there's a little bit of pride and i get it L- listen this is male ego this is stupid but and but to wouldn't, take you, her- wouldn't you be a little embarrassed I mean, I mine's mine are in as Kim and Jerry. That's better. <laughs> no, no, I uh, mine are as Mister and Mrs. Freed. Thank you. No, I uh, <laughs> Papa to Papa JT. Papa JT, <laughs> yeah, Mama JT. No, they they're in as Mom and Dad. So, what are yours in as Mom and Dad? Mom and Dad, like a normal yeah. person. I know. I, I, it's a tough one because. To take her side too, like I, I'm on both sides of this one because it's hard because I do understand that he's like, I, fuck off. You know, I'm not changing my phone because it, what, I, everything you do to tell me to do, I have to do. Like, 
you know, I like, I, I, but then I take her side because I do think it's weird when someone says, um, when someone, is it a preposition? What's my, like when someone leaves out my with dad and my with mom, like if I'm with a friend and I'm, Oh, and they parents, refer to them as like mommy's here. My mom's here or not my mom. They just go mom's, mom's here. here. Yeah. As if it's both of our moms, like get the fuck out of here. That's not my mom. Yeah, it's weird. That that's weird to me when someone doesn't put my in front of mom or dad. This sounds like someone who would do that. Yeah, I I wouldn't be able to date. Mom's here. I don't even like someone who what? calls their mom mommy. To be t- even to their mommy, face. Mommy, you're out. <laughs> I can't handle it. So you'd end it with this guy if he wouldn't change it. I think if he wouldn't change it or acknowledge that it was weird, I'd be out. I think if he won't change it, then he doesn't take you seriously as a girlfriend. And I know that's a way serious, more serious thing than this person wanted to hear. But if he won't change it, then guess who's always coming first in his life? Mommy. Mommy. <laughs> oh, mommykins. Whatever you need. She's like, can I get some pizza to get out of here? It's mommykins. Yeah. You know, I mean, I just can't imagine seeing a grown man and someone's calling and it says daddy. Yeah, I, I mean, you would think it's like from the sex party that he went yeah. to. Yeah, I don't like know. It's, it's creepy. I don't it's know. It's a little weird. It's a little different. I, I guess I guess from a male-female point of view, if it was mommy and daddy, I would be okay with it just because that's the unfair nature of sexuality. Double standard. Double standards and shit like that. But I would be cool with it. But let's do another. You ready? Okay. Red flag or deal breaker? He has a 15-inch bust of himself in his living room that he paid $300 for. He had to sit for a total of nine hours while the artist sculpted it. Backstory. I was at his apartment for the first time and didn't notice until he pointed it out. It's on a lower shelf of a side table, so not totally out in the open. He asked if I could tell uh, who it was, and I bent down to look closer, and I had no idea. It didn't look anything like him. I started thinking of presidents that it could possibly be, (laughs) thinking maybe he was a history buff. But before I could say anything, he was like, it's me. He didn't seem like the conceited person, like a conceited person before this, but this was a huge turnoff. Who has a bust of themselves in their living room? <laughs> Red flag deal breaker. Um, that's really weird. I think it would be definitely a turnoff. Mm. Maybe a deal breaker. It depends on what the story is behind it. Yeah, like I listen. I've done stupid things for a joke. I've done things to get a laugh. None of them took nine hours. That's yeah. the bigger problem is nine hours for a joke like that you paid three hundred dollars for the money. I, I, I'm i OK with it's it's more like I don't like when someone isn't funny and personable and then they have one funny personable thing that they have to point out to you to show you they're funny and personable. Is like, this supposed to be funny? I don't even know. I would assume this is a joke. I, I can't believe that someone would get a bust of themselves unless you even the say NFL it was a joke. Game. I mean, I think this is a way to show I'm funny. Like, that's the only explanation. And to me, that's that makes the person the least funny that they needed a a prop to show how funny they were. I Yeah, I just think it's like conceited. I wasn't even thinking that it was a joke. I was thinking like, oh, he thought it was like cool to have this like, like I can't bust understand up himself. No. I, I mean, unless it was like because he again, the only thing I know of a bust is the NFL Hall of Fame. So unless he is 
Emmett Smith, NFL Hall of Famer. I, I like if this was Tom Brady being like, look, I'd be like, oh my god, yeah, I want to see the bus. Like, but even I don't if it know. was Tom Brady, I would be like, get over yourself. <laughs> I think it's like so lame to like. Well, to say look is lame. Look is lame. Yeah, having it isn't lame. A bust of yourself? Like, what if you walked in and someone had, like, a picture, just a portrait of themselves hanging up in their apartment, just them, like a glamour shot? It would have to be a joke. I feel like it's a lot. It's got to be a joke. If it's not a joke, they would have to... The only way it works for me is they were hilarious all night, and then I walk in and there's a painting of them, and I'm like, you're still hilarious. That would be the only way it works for me. If they were not funny the whole night, and then there's a painting of them in the like stepbrothers you know mm-hmm. painting yeah i'd be like Ugh, i think tacky. you're underestimating how many people are not funny and wouldn't have that as a joke i i might be i i just can't see nine hours in a chair for what 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 where does this get you other than a laugh i don't know i don't but i that's kind of how i live my life great. i don't know yeah I don't know. And it would have to be a gift. Like, hey, we want to make a bust of you. Like, if someone was like, hey, Jared, you've won the bust award. We want to make a bust of you. I'd be like, okay, is this is what you do. I'll do it. That's what I'm saying. It depends on the, um, like, reason behind it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What would you do? What, you're, you're out right away. I'm out. I think it's too, like, it's a little too self-serving and not funny <laughs> so to self-serving. me. So self-serving. Uh, red flag or deal breaker you've gone on a great first date at the end of the night plans are made to see each other again and texts are exchanged afterwards the next day you're out with a few friends and had just finished giving them the rundown of your date when you happen to run into the guy you went out with while he is on another first date the level of awkwardness cannot be described we have a brief interaction about the cuteness of my dog who he learned about on our date his date abruptly walks out. He quickly leaves too, and my friends do recon to see if they leave together. They left in separate directions, and he immediately sends a text acknowledging how unfortunate that situation was. During our date the night before, he said he was looking forward to going to a Twins baseball game tonight with his friend. Clearly not true because he was on a date at a dive bar. Do I go out with him again? Do I overlook the lie about his plans? If so, do I just ignore the awkwardness tonight by simply replying with a day and time I'm available? I don't think he necessarily did anything wrong by going on a date, but obviously everyone involved would have preferred we not run into each other. Thanks for solving dating again, J&J. Disaster date. Jordana, what do you think? Does she go on a second date with him? I would go on a second date because I think... Like, he doesn't owe her not going on another first date with someone else, even if it did go well. The same night. This is the same. This is the next night. Oh, is it the next night? Is it not? He quickly leaves two of my friends. Um, the next day. Oh, the next day. Okay. Yeah. No, I, yeah. He clearly had a bunch of dates lined up for the week. I think I, it's like. It goes on his resume. Some... Yeah, it goes I would on remember his resume. it. You should never forget it. You can't, he, this is the equivalent to canceling a date to me. Like mm-hmm. you cancel one date, but you made a reschedule. Okay. If the reschedule got canceled, I would go, now you've canceled twice. Yeah. You know what I mean? So this is kind of the equivalent to that where it's like, okay, yeah, I'm down for the second date. That's kind of weird. Um, he's going to, if he if he's willing to go through the you know the awkwardness of explaining to me, then he must actually want to go on a second date with me. But if the third date takes a while to happen, 
you know, let's believe him at this point. He's on yeah, other he's dates. Clearly, he's clearly dating other people, but like if you went on they went on one date. Yeah, it's not a big deal. It, I don't think it, it's like he shall never be forgiven. Sure. <laughs> but it's also like let's not sit here responding to his text with no date planned. You know what I mean? No, like, totally. I agree. He, the curtains have been rolled back a little bit. You've seen how the inner workings of you know, you you you're you're seeing how the hot dogs get made, and it's not really fun to see. Doesn't but a hot good. dog could be still delicious, you know. So yeah. it, and it could it, work out. It could work out. So, but you have to. This has to be referenced with every other thing that's going to happen in the future of this relationship. I agree. We did it again, Jordana. We solved dating. Look at us, just on a and- roll. Everyone, keep sending your emails, UUP at Betches.com, and keep sharing. Make it your Instagram story. If you're listening this far in, I mean, you got to be a fan. You enjoyed today's episode. Maybe this is one to share. Let's share it. Get it out there. And and we'll be back on Sunday. See you Sunday. Bye. You Up is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Maddie Paul. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at UUPPod on Instagram and Twitter. And send us your emails to youup at betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back, bringing us another scandalous and sexy season. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. In season three, longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy odds and expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Betches.